This won't be our doom. <laughs> <laughs> That's coronavirus joke. <laughs> Hi. Hi, everybody. It's us. It's Anna. And Alyssa. And we're Northern Frights, the podcast that talks about creepy stuff like murders and ghosts and spooky goblins and stuff in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. And how are you all today? We hope you're wonderful. You're wonderful. I had a dream about the podcast the other night. Did you? <laughs> I, it was like our most boring episode ever. <laughs> this is post? Post what? Like, uh, it was some recording in your dream? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It was like, we were just sitting together and it was basically like an NPR. <laughs> just like talking, like blah, blah, blah. Did we hate and ourselves? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, all of a sudden I remember just like at one point I like look up and like I can see the bottom of a toilet and I was like, why is our toilet there? That's our toilet. Why can't I see it through the ceiling? So I don't know. It was metaphorical that yeah. what we were doing was... <laughs> Was trash. It was trash. <laughs> yes, that's right, everybody. We're back in the same room. We can actually see each other. We can see physically, <laughs> lay our eyes on each other, and hopefully this audio will sound so much better than it has previously. <laughs> and even though one of us might have wanted mind reading skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want it in the form of podcasting, yeah. which means that I could read yeah. your mind before yeah. you started talking yeah. and answer you. And, and just talk over each other. It was great. So for this episode specifically, we've already recorded twice. Has it been just twice? It was twice that we tried it, I think. Or do you think oh, it was... Oh, yes. Was it three? Yeah. It might have been three times that we tried that, and it was just... It was the worst. So we had, like, high hopes after the first one, and then... Tried again, and we're listening, and it was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the worst mm-hmm. overlapping mm-hmm. audio we've ever had. We were like, we cannot publish this. I, I think we were pretty mortified, like, yeah. by how bad it was. So yeah. we we had, we had posted it, but then we took it down. Yeah, we were like, mm-mm. We have standards around here. <laughs> Our two-man ship is a proud ship. It's proud. And that was not cutting it. Not cutting it at all. Well, first of all, it's really good to see you face-to-face, Same. six feet away. Yes. Safety first. Properly distanced. <laughs> good safety first. For safety first. What's really great is, as you guys probably know, we work together, and um, it's been nice to have our team, like, reunited slightly. Yeah. We're at two of four, so we're, like, 50%. Yeah. <laughs> That's math. I'm good at math. <laughs> you like it? <laughs> Impressing you guys today with our math skills. Yeah. So it was really good. I'm happy to see you. Same. The office has not had as many giggles in three months as today alone. Five months. Five. five. It's been five months. It's been five months since you looked at me. (laughs) It's a good song. Song, right? It is. Okay, I'm just checking. I'm like, wait. <laughs> what if I was like, no? <laughs> oh, no. What was I thinking of? Um, All right. Do you want to talk MUFON? Yes, but I do want to bring up one thing yeah, really quick. Do it. Look, my finger's healing. I was like, what? It's on the wall. For you drag race fans, that's, a, that's an inside joke. Look over there. <laughs> Look over there. Let me see. Nice. So, because I didn't, I was totally telling this story in the last episode that we tried to record. 
Um, I was breaking down some boxes at home one day using a box cutter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It turns out I'm not as handy as I think (laughs) I am. And I basically sliced open my finger. Not super wide, but enough that it just kept bleeding. Mm -hmm. And so I had to go in. The guy, the doctor was just like, the guy. (laughs) (laughs) This person on the street. (laughs) I just went outside and I was like, help. Okay, ma'am. All right. But the doctor, he's like, he's like, I'll just glue it. And I'm like, cool. And then like over time, it was like still bleeding slightly underneath it. Mm -hmm. And it was still kind of like gaping open. And I'm like, this is concerning it is concerning but then it's it's finally like it's good now healing it's gonna look real cool you have a war story now i have a war story i also have a weird fingerprint now oh because i yeah. cut myself on my finger like, that was your ultimate plan you've committed one. crimes in the past and now they won't be able to no, recognize they can them. never catch me <laughs> bah. Yes. um also i don't know if you've ever really lived until you've had to glue a finger a finger or a cut. That's true. <laughs> well, the doctor, he's like, you could have just used super glue on this. And I'm like, could I? <laughs> With my no medical training. Now just di- diagnose yourself from now on. <laughs> you save $50 instead of going to urgent care. I could have just super glued my finger together. Okay, doctor. Yeah, it's like, don't you want the money right now? Yeah. You assume that they're not seeing as many patients. Yeah. Although I should, I should just say that it was one of those urgent cares where it's not as top tier. Mm. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Okay. The doctor's really nice, though. Mm. Looks like Robin Williams. With like who? Robin Williams. Oh, cute. Was he as funny? No. <laughs> okay. He had the looks, though. He had the looks. Very, very. <laughs> okay, MUFON. So for those that do not know, MUFON is Mutual UFO Network. And I know I've talked about this before. You can get their newsletter if you just go to their website and sign up. And this is for all the way back in June. Stats. Many moons ago. <laughs> Forever ago. So there was 601 new sightings, and 74% of those were in the U.S., mm-hmm. which equated to other math numbers of 446 <laughs> sightings in the U.S. Wow. We have listeners in the U.K., and there was 33 there, and Ireland had three. If we break down the U.S., Minnesota had four. Okay. Virginia had two. And always surprised by Iowa having only zero. <laughs> <laughs> you have so many cornfields. You'd think they just it'd be a hot spot for you guys. All over the place. Um, Washington State had twenty, and Texas had twenty-six. Mm-hmm. The top two shapes were circle and sphere. Sphere. Spherical. Sphere. Sphere. <laughs> I don't know how to say that word. Wouldn't that be the same thing? Sphere. Circle and sphere? I don't know. <laughs> oh no, you Google guys. it! To the Google. What's the difference? What is it? You, you Google that. Okay. 59 mm-hmm. were reported within 100 feet, or less, within 100, yeah, within 100 feet. 23 landings, hoverings, or takeoffs. And my favorite stat is there's 17 entities ob- observed. I need to know more about them. Give us descriptions. And one day we will. When we see them ourselves. Did you Google? Yeah, I hope so. What does it say? Basically, a sphere is like a ball, whereas a circle is flat. Oh, okay. That's how they're describing it. 
Wow, that's fear. I'm assuming, let's just make an assumption, mm -hmm. that people think they're the same thing, though. Yeah. Right. That's what we do, so. <laughs> sphere. Okay, so a sphere is 3D or 4D or whatever, and circle is black. Yeah. Okay, got it, cool. <laughs> There's our stats. Beautiful. And um, in this particular newsletter, there was a story about a saucer over Stillwater. And it gave the whole recap, and I learned a few things last last time we tried to do this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of words in here mm -hmm. that aren't very helpful. Okay. So I'm going to just mostly do this from memory and okay. leave a lot out. Because okay. you can go read it on the newsletter. You can find it your own self. <laughs> if you want more details, go there. So basically, uh, a witness was at a courthouse in Stillwater, and they wanted to take a photograph of the landscape because Stillwater is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so they took a photograph of just like landscape scene and there's a valley there in Stillwater. And that day it happened to be particularly misty. Mm -hmm. And so um, this person was an artist and they wanted to replicate it in one of their paintings. Mm -hmm. So he took a photo of the scene. And when they looked at the photo, he sees that he had captured what they, the person called a saucer in the upper left quadrant of the photo. So what's interesting is when you enlarge it, it definitely looks like a saucer. I, you can see it in the newsletter. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is on the top part of it, it looks like, you know, the Jetsons have where they sit, mm -hmm. the little, whatever this motion is called. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> dome. Dome. It has a dome. Um, it looks like it has a dome on the top of it, and mm -hmm. it's pretty obvious. So it's pretty cool. Um, and I think what they called it is a capola. C-U-P-O-L-A. Capola. Capola, yep. <laughs> I loved, I just want to read this sentence. When the background is removed using computer, quote, photo-shopping, quote, <laughs> a capola seems to be revealed. Oh, wow. <laughs> Photo-shopping. Shopping. <laughs> Um, and then there was a bunch of investigator notes, which ended up being a little bit boring. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think the investigators, um, what, what, what's the word? Sorry, sorry. Their opinion of the account was that the witness was reliable. They weren't interested in publicity, so they weren't okay. seeking fame based yeah. on this photo. And they do believe it could be a... UFO. Actually, Ooh, you, can sort of, you can sort of see it. Oh, That's see right obviously there. not the enlarged. <laughs> I like how it's just like this dot in the sky, but it definitely is different. Mm -hmm. If I saw that, I'd be like, I don't think that's an what airplane. That? And then you would zoom in. Yep. And then when you do zoom in, you see the cupola or dome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm assuming a cupola is a dome. <laughs> We're, gonna We're making it. so many assumptions today. <laughs> We're basically Mr. Rogers today. We're just teaching you guys facts on facts on facts on facts on facts. Yeah. But that's very cool. So it's cool to find one within our, in our Midwest here. Yeah. Within our Midwest here, um, I wanted to let everybody know I did watch almost all of the Accused, Guilty, or Innocent mm -hmm. episodes 6 and 7. And I was thinking of doing like a side-by-side -side of what my research was and based on what the show presented. And if it's anything interesting, then I'll bring it to one of our future shows and just sort of give you a, a heads up. 
What's up? <laughs> What's the differences? What's the cool new it's facts? It's going to be our new uh, segment called What's Up? What's Up? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That sounds good. Okay, my old notes have a thing that you had a dream with me in it. Do you remember what it was? Yeah. you. I do remember it because it was, we were in a house and you had this like really scared look on your face and then all of a sudden you were being dragged away like like hands first so your feet are like facing me and I'm like oh my god and then I can see this like doorway and there's this like figure standing there and it's got like the, like white head with kind of like it almost looked like bad ears okay and then it was just like a creepy face which I can't really describe because I can't like nondescript but yeah some kind of creepy and I and then at that point is when I like woke up yeah so. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I remember what I said last time. Anna, you'll have to not be friends with me in order for us not to be oh, friends. Yeah. <laughs> you I, never I, leave me, yeah, that was it. That was it, because I'm never leaving you unless you make me. Good. So we're, we're safe. We're... And then you had a spooky tale from vacation. Yes. Okay. So we went up, my family and I, appropriately social distancing and face mask wearing, of course, mm -hmm. to a resort in like north what is that squeaky sound my pen sorry oh <laughs> i will stop i'm like where is it, is it where is it <laughs> we went up to this um smaller kind of like resort town in northwestern central minnesota and we had gone into town this was wednesday last week we went to like a general store and i saw these like pack up eye masks and i was like oh those are cute like treat yourself so i bought them i go back to the cabin that we're staying in and I put this stuff out I was gonna show my mom later and I think I showed my mom the stuff and I just kind of like left it there on the bed and then nighttime I see the stuff on the bed including the eye masks and I'm getting ready for bed and I'm moving some stuff around and I like go back and I'm like where'd the eye masks go and I'm like I must have just like picked it up with the other stuff so I'm like searching through all the stuff I'm like shaking stuff out I shake out the bedding cannot find these eye masks anywhere and I'm like told my mom I'm like where did the eye mask go and she's like well I know I put it on the bed I'm like I know you put it on the bed mm -hmm. I could see it and so she's like well maybe there was kind of like in the box spring or like you know where like the where the mattress sits in mm -hmm. there's kind of a lid like lip to it yeah we're like well it must have like fallen in there we'll look for it later okay so the next day I get up and in my head, I'm like, remember to look for those. And I'm like doing my stuff. And at some point during the day, my mom's like in our room. I go in and where when you enter in the room, there's like a dresser right there and it's sitting on top. And I'm like, oh, you found the eye mask. And she's like, do you know where they were? And in my head, I'm like, no. And she's like, it was a foot in front of the dresser on the floor. Wow. And my mom, and like, at first I thought she was like trying to like accuse me of yeah. being like, you idiot, it was you know right what? there. But then I realized she's saying like, it was on the floor. Weird. And it's like, it's in the spot. It's not like they blend into the carpet. It's like, okay. it's like bright pink. It's got like pandas on it. <laughs> it's not like it's just going to like, you're like going to walk around and be like, where did they go? You know? Mm -hmm. So I'm, we're both just like, where did these come from? And you obviously had looked in the whole space yeah. when you were shaking stuff out yeah. and when mom came and looked too. Yeah, like this is like the middle of the day the next day. What the heck? So like I told my cousin, she's like, it's probably your dad. 
Like, oh, so we're just he's like, saying, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here, too. Yeah, so it was just, I like it was just like, you know, those moments where we're just like, mm. and then I remember, like, that night, I'm laying in bed, I woke up at, like, between, like, two and, like, four, and I could hear, like, <laughs> somewhere, and I was just like, good night. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> somebody murdering people it's fine it's just my family it would have been me otherwise <laughs> oh god yeah that's interesting when your cousin said it was your dad did you get goosebumps like it was, felt true kind of yeah because like even mine was like like before and i was just like maybe it was dad oh know? okay <laughs> so i like that idea yeah yeah so that was, a, that was our smoky tail <laughs> Of all things, Dad's moving around face masks. <laughs> he like, didn't put them on, which probably grateful for. Because <laughs> he's just going around little things, just invisible pandas or whatever you said. It was. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Hi, Dad. Hi. It's like I want to go fishing too. <laughs> you can see me now. I'm coming. <laughs> good. Yeah. All right. Should we start? I suppose so. All right. Paper X. Okay. Wait, 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 this every time. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Ah. No, alright. You should you know what we're flipping a coin. Flip a coin. You have a coin or I don't have a coin? Yeah, I think I've got a coin. Wow. Money. Alright, I'm heads. Okay. <laughs> should see Anna flip this. <laughs> she just throws it in there. <laughs> I try to catch it so much. It's tails. Tails, alright, go. Alright. Did you know that there's a coin shortage? I heard. I don't understand why. I guess because nobody's spending money. Yeah. Nobody's going into banks to like deposit them. We have like a. I was going to say, like, we have a giant bag of coins at home, but it's oh, like. Oh, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now that you say it, I could probably exchange a, a good chunk. Yeah. Well, like, we're able to like go back into banks. They're just going to be like overpowered with coins. <laughs> yeah, they're like, okay, now we have way too no, much. We're done. No Step more. Step back. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I am doing Sanatorium Hill. What? Okay. So I learned about this when I was talking with one of my cousins last week. Because I told her about the podcast. And she's like, I didn't know you had one. I'm like, yes, you did. I love you, Stephanie. <laughs> she was like, you should look up Lakeview um, Hospital. Because there's like this. In Stillwater? No, it's in uh, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Because there's a Lakeview. I think it's called that. Yeah. But she was just like, you know, she's like, you know, there used to be like chains in the basement and there's like claw marks on the walls and stuff. And I was like, oh. I got goosebumps. But I was like, dope. But then I tried to look it up. I couldn't like find anything out of it. But I did find Sanatorium Hill. Oh, okay. So this is not related to Lakeview. Yeah. Got Although it. it's called. I'll explain. Okay. Okay. So it's located on North Point Drive in Madison, Wisconsin, and it's on the second highest point in Dane County. Um, during when like the tuberculosis crisis started, um, the Madison Tuberculosis Association was created, and they decided to create a sanatorium. They decided on Lakeview Hill um, to build a sanatorium because of its high elevation. It was near like this beautiful view, so there's lots of fresh air and sunlight to help tuberculosis patients with recovery. Okay. Um, so it was operated as a Lakeview Sanatorium from 1930 to 1966 um, when the, the need to quarantine tuberculosis patients ended and treatment was founded. That's when it okay. goes down. Sure. 
So the sanatorium costs about $475,000 to build, which in that time period is a lot of money. A lot of money. And it began just as the Great Depression started. <laughs> of course, great. <laughs> so in order to save money and ensure a healthy recovery for their patients, a vegetable garden for the sanatorium kitchen was created. They had a dairy plant to pasteurize and bottle milk. A hog pen was put on the property for meat. They had a garbage disposal built, and there was also just like different areas around there to help save money. Okay. They would house up to 100 tuberculosis patients at a time. I believe that they said they had 105 beds. Um, the building itself looks like an Art Deco museum. It's like this very like state of the art at the time. Okay. Sanatorium. Now it is currently used as the Dane County Health and Human Services Department. Oh wow! So it's still in use. Yep. I love that. So there are. J- yes. Can I pause you? Okay. So four hundred seventy-five thousand in nineteen thirty mm-hmm. would have cost in today's money six point six million. Whoa! Woo! So that is for sure state of yeah. the art. Yeah. Okay. So, um, on the property, there are giant smokestacks that have a reputation of being a crematorium Mm. where deceased patients were burned. According to Only in Your State website, a large depression in the ground near the smokestacks is said to be the actual underground tunnel where sanitarium workers moved the bodies and sometimes stored them. Mm. It is said they couldn't burn too many bodies without drawing notice. They were also concerned with putting too much smoke in the air and affecting the patients who are still alive at the sanatorium. <laughs> that would not be helpful. Enough, yeah. <laughs> Gosh. I don't understand why these guys aren't recovering. <laughs> Put another body on, okay? Maybe they just need some more heat. Oh, Lord. Oh. Okay, so property is supposedly built on a ancient sacred burial ground, mm-hmm. which... In my opinion, isn't everything in America very <laughs> built on a sacred yeah. Indian burial ground? Mm-hmm. Like, let's be honest. I also have a map here that you can look at, mm. which when I was trying to like put it on, I wanted to make it like enough to fit on the page without taking up too much space and making it look weird. So here's this beautiful map <laughs> that you can look at. Kay. And you guys can look it up too. It's like View Hill Sanitarium, just like... Look up map and you can see it. Really it's hard. a really big property. It's really nice. Tell. They have a lake, yep, garden, a lake. croquet, yep. dorm. There's a dormitory for people who work there. Oh, wow. Okay. Where's the dorms? Like, or it says dormitories at workers or? Yeah, that's workers. Okay. And then the patients will live on Oh, right here. The They're in the middle. Yeah. Okay. So. Nice. That's a good ground. Yeah. Good ground. Very big. Very beautiful. All right. So that was the history of the place. Let's talk about some spooky stuff. Spooky stuff. The actual sanatorium is supposedly not haunted, although others have stated that they've heard of experiences from those who work in the building. Which what I really love is when I was looking up like different people's experiences, they'd be like, I used to work there and nothing ever happened. I'm like, of course it didn't. <laughs> the spooky stuff happened after oh, the yeah. sanatorium was being in use. Yes. Um, That's yes. how haunting works. <laughs> yes. During, unless it's decades later. Yeah. Okay, I got you. All right. I was like, what are you saying? (laughs) (laughs) Then I got there. There we go. Okay. So much of the actual ground of Sanatorium Hill has a wide variety of hauntings. In the nearby cemetery, which is connected to the church that's like 
on the property, but it's not in association with the sanatorium. Okay. People have experienced cold spots, mist, like strange mist forms, eerie occurrences, like an uneasiness and feel like they're being watched. Um, again, many people believe that an evil or angry presence is felt on the property because it may have been a Native American sacred burial ground mm -hmm. and used for ceremonies okay. by the Native American people. In the woods behind the sanitarium called Lakeview Woods, apparitions have been seen, low-toned murmured voices, and people getting their hair pulled have been experienced. Okay. Um, I believe one person said that they could hear like somebody being like, get out. Oh, God. <laughs> I had to a, check. There's a curtain in this room that we're in right now, and so Alyssa just like looked behind it like, are you still there? Creeping me out to start out with. and Yeah. Just check it out. Get out. Do you ever like look behind a shower curtain sometimes? Oh, 100%. Yeah. If you're, especially if it's not your house. Yeah. It's 100%. Like, mm. Or you're just like, it doesn't exist. It doesn't yeah. exist. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's back there. Don't move. It's fine. Okay. An abandoned building that used to be the nurse's quarters abuts an area that is still in use, which like the sanatorium is still in use. The abandoned building is next to it. Okay. Um, people have reported seeing an apparition in the doorway of this building. They've also said that because of like the missing lights and left on light, or excuse me, missing windows and left on lights and red exit signs in there, it gives it like a creepy vibe. Mm -hmm. um, some have even reported seeing a woman in red bouncing along the hallways and then disappearing. Ooh. This one's really creepy. A headless man has been reported in the woods surrounding the property. Mm -hmm. He supposedly will either lean out from behind a tree where he quickly disappears, or will chase you deep into the woods, which I wrote in parentheses next word. Fun! Fun. <laughs> okay, question. Yes. Headless. Yes. Okay, he, he leans out behind a... A tree. A tree. How do you see him? His body? His torso. Yeah, you can see his torso. <laughs> okay. I'm imagining just Hi. his head popping over, and I'm like, well, but he don't have a head. So. <laughs> I'm like, what's coming over? Hi. Okay, his body. Okay. So, um, he okay. chases those who he can sense are, like, afraid, and will only follow you up until the tree lines. So okay. Like, which kind of reminds me of the movie The Ritual. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, mm -hmm. watch it if you haven't already. Oh, God, that's so bad. It's so good. Okay. People have reported hearing screams coming from the crematorium between 3.15 a.m. and 4.45 a.m. And workers in the actual like sanatorium have reported seeing cabinet doors opening and closing anytime they leave. Mm, I love it. Now some, I wrote down some people's experiences that I found on like different websites. I think it was like hauntedplaces.org. Yeah. There's like haunted houses, whatever. Um, basically like the first three pages of Google. <laughs> okay, so, quote. The building is still being used today by the state. You are able to walk through the woods and see the haunted cemetery right next to it. There's a map that shows what used to be in the area, and there used to be a pig farm behind the forest area. You can see the door to the nurse's quarters, but unable to access it. My friends and I took my dog to try and see if anything happened, and my dog was on the edge the whole time. We also saw a creepy group of deer come out of nowhere, and they all stood very still and just stared at us from a distance. Very creepy aura. Like, <laughs> creepy deer? Creepy deer. There's a very creepy group of deer. They're all just kind of standing there, looking at That's you. That's what deer like, do if they see you. They're like, I'm not going to move. They can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> we're not here. It's <laughs> just like a kid. That's what they did. Yep. When we were coming home from our, uh, when we were staying up north, it was like, 
my cousin Stephanie and I were in the first car. Then it was my mom and my aunt, and then my uncle and hit their grandson behind us. So like it was like three cars. And I swear to you, like every time, like the first like minute out of the property, a deer just like comes out. and was like, oh hi. <laughs> um, Did he stop and stare? You? Yeah. He Did like, he have a oh. creepy aura? He had a very creepy aura. And then he bounced off into the woods, and we're like, we know that there's another deer over there mm-hmm. because that's how it works with deer. And there it was in the, like, the woods, just like, oh, I'm not here. Bye. And just like bounced off the other way, and then like. A few miles away from the property, there's like two ducks come and walk out in the road. They're like, you can fly. And it's just like one of them like trying to fly. And he's like, I don't remember how. He's like, oh no. <laughs> it's like when we're on the spot for something. We're yeah. like, I've never done this before. I have no idea how this works. <laughs> okay, carrying on. I experienced, this is another person. Okay. I experienced a lot of activity during the evening. There's not a lot of great, great grammatical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In this, so. I love it. I captured a woman's voice saying, help me, and then please help me. I also captured energy lights, spelled E-N-G-E-R-Y, <laughs> in a spirit looking out of the window. I plan on going back to find out what the woman wants. Not a good idea, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And heavy breathing. Our ghost group has been there a couple of times. Last time we went, one of the girls in the group walked over to the cemetery on her own while the rest of us were at the car's. Then came running back a few minutes later holding her neck. When we were shown a flashlight on it, three large scratches were forming right in front of us. Mm. Oh, this is another person. Mm, okay. Our, our ghost group. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. Can't read. I accept. <clears throat> so, so the rest of us went over there. Got a demonic sounding EVP saying, get out. I heard it a lot more clearly live in my headphones. I hook up to my recorder than the actual recording. Mm. There's also, <clears throat> when you're going through it, there's this video that I found where it was like, ghost captured at Sanatorium Hill. It's 12 minutes long, so I like to sped through it because the guy's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and you, at one point in the video. <laughs> I so wish you would <laughs> Especially with the motions. <laughs> a lot of arm movements. <laughs> <laughs> You guys okay. are probably just like, could they get it together for at least one time? No. <laughs> no. Okay. But so there's one part of the video. It's like black and white because it's at nighttime. <laughs> I was like, is it old timey? <laughs> <laughs> but you see near the building, um, there's this like little light in the forest and it's like blink, 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 and then it's gone. Okay. And so I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And they're like, the orb in the foreground. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, here's the foreground. They like keep like pointing, like, foreground, <laughs> background, orb, light. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Very and helpful. then, like, goes, it's going blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, now you'll see a figure. And you see it's like the woods. There's a, like a bug or something that just flew over there and it just made a sound. It scared me. Um, you see the building. There's some woods here. There's more woods over here. And you see these kind of like, looks like garbage, big garbage dumpster things. And you see a figure walking, mm. like back from the building. It goes towards the dumpsters 
you must like walk behind it. There's two trees that are like this. You don't see the figure through the trees. And then the, you see the figure on the other side of the trees Ooh, walking into the woods. Nice. And so the, they're like, we never saw this figure. We were like panning through. We didn't notice it at first. We didn't like zoom in to get a closer look at it. You can see that it like disappears like behind the things and then through the trees. And at first I'm kind of like, well, it could be like somebody working there. The trees are very like close together. So you mm -hmm. might not just like see their body through it or could be a ghost. <laughs> it's either logical or it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. That's that's good. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. So it's um, Sanitarium Hill. Yeah, Sanitarium. A video on the YouTubes. Hill. Yep. And that is the story of Sanitarium Hill. Very nice. I love yeah. sanitarium ones. Sanitarium ones. Very good. Thank you. We got through it. Got through it. I love the accounts though that you find on like hauntedplaces.com oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's like the worst They're just like grammar. no concept of how to write. It's either like, here's a spooky experience that I had. There is one that I found that was like very long. Mm -hmm. It was really detailed. It was really good. But I put that into like the actual like haunting experience oh, okay. part. Mm -hmm. Um or else there's always like somebody who's just like, I never heard of any of this stuff. You know that ghosts are real, right? <laughs> like, Get out on, of here. I went on Reddit, and this one person was like, hey, I'm writing an article on Sanatorium Hill. If anybody's had any experiences, let me know so I could put them in there. And this one person wrote and was just like, the people on this website are a little bit too uh, well-adjusted and educated in order to believe in the paranormal. And I was like, are you? <laughs> that person does not realize there's a variety of subreddits. Yeah. And they're all intellectual variants. Yeah. I'm just like. I'm not like, just up here. Weren't you educated to believe in ghosts? I'm like, you know what, sir? I have a bachelor's degree and I believe in ghosts. <laughs> That's weird. Why even... It's just a troll thing. Yeah. Why even comment? I'm so awesome. You came across it. How do you? Not you. That person came across yeah. it. Obviously, they were looking for something. Excuse you. I don't know why we're so offended either. Now we're just really mad. <laughs> <laughs> What's your story about? My story is about Peter Zimmer. Ooh. Mm. Oh, I think I've heard of this story. Yeah, because I told you about it. No, I, oh. heard about it on, I think I heard about it on another podcast. Oh, seen. funny. Yeah. Yeah, let me know if it sounds familiar. Yeah. Plus, you've already heard it. Yeah. <laughs> did you, do you remember we did do it? Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think she's getting it. We talked about it. We did this already. <laughs> Last time we talked. Wow. Hey. I have a concern about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you educated? <laughs> you did just say you were educated. You were so educated. <laughs> um, and I'm very well adjusted. Thank you. <laughs> oh boy. Oh lord. Ooh, deep breaths. Let's go. <laughs> Let's re, re adjust. adjust. Re adjust. Are you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so I first came across this on um, adamquirk.me. It's a blog that um, they wrote a whole awesome story about it. And then I further delved into it, and I got some information on welcotribe.com and ABC News. And so I sort of blended all the three stories together. Excellent. One, three. Like how I took Google three, and one. I put it into two pages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is about Peter Zimmer, and the scene, if we were to set it, mm-hmm. is it was um, on a, the property itself was on a spacious lot, mm-hmm. and in addition to this like historic White House, beautiful, um, it also had a large separate garage and a gigantic lawn with lots of room. In 1983, Peter Zimmer lived with his adoptive family in a quaint little farmhouse in Mineral Point, Wisconsin, which is in southwestern Wisconsin and is locally known for crystal mining and Cornish pasties. Does this sound familiar? So weird. <laughs> so weird. So um, Peter's family and him uh, all moved from Illinois to Wisconsin and they were ready to start their lives over. And it's interesting to me that they use the phrasing start their lives yeah, over. I'm curious what that meant. What I don't know. Mean? I don't know what the history was there. Um, so Peter's parents are named Hans and Sally. Question? Yeah. Is he the composer? No. Hans Zimmer? Yeah. Isn't there a composer named Hans Zimmer? Sure. Okay. From Disney? There's a Hans. No, there's a composer. <laughs> look it up, look it up. See if he was brutally murdered. Ooh, find out. Spoiler alert. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> hey Siri. Is there a composer named Hans? <laughs> <laughs> named Hans. Okay. I found this on the web for us. There's a composer named. Is there a composer? Oh my god. You know what? Forget it. <laughs> That's usually the result. Let's uh, bookmark that. Yeah. We'll look at it some other time. <laughs> All right, so Peter's parents, Hans and Sally, originally adopted Peter mm-hmm. and his brother, Perry, and raised them as their own biological children. Um, Peter is 14 years old at the time, and he felt, like, really out of place and disconnected. Mm-hmm. And that was because, um, since he discovered that he was adopted about two years before he had learned that. And for whatever reason, he ends up resenting his parents and his brother. Mm. What was interesting is he grew um, very jealous of his parents and how they treated his brother Perry. And interestingly, later he would claim that his father was physically abusive. Mm. So Peter's resentment turned into rage... In that May in 1983, he murdered his parents and his brother at that nice, spacious residence. (laughs) So in in May there, acting on a tip, sheriff's deputies drove to the Zimmer home, and um, they found the most grisly scene they'd ever seen or come upon. And quote, I have been involved in over... 100 homicide investigations, said one of the first responders, Bob Hill, an Iowa County deputy sheriff. And this is the only case that I've ever had bad dreams about. Unquote. On the back porch, deputies found the father, Hans Zimmer, shot five times with a twenty-two caliber rifle. The mother, Sally Zimmer, had been stabbed to death 
including violent thrusts that pierced her skull. Oh, God. And oddly, Peter had carried her um, into the shed behind the house and put a rosary upon her body. Interesting. Interesting, indeed. Interesting. Referring to Sally's injuries, Hill said, quote, The knife went through the thickest part of the skull above the ear and completely penetrated the skull. Unquote. That's, that's a lot. So that's pretty terrible, right? <laughs> Except we have one more person. Um, and apparently is the worst of it. Most disturbingly, the body of Perry, who is 11 years old, was discovered upstairs. Perry had been stabbed more than 25 times, and Peter had severely mutilated his brother's body. Oh. Perry was covered in defensive wounds. Mm. Quote, this little boy really bothered me, Hill said. He put up such a fight to try and save his life to no avail. It's interesting that he shoots his father, but then stabs his. Mm -hmm. And that's usually more personal, right? The stabbings? I think so. Well, I mean, it takes a lot more effort and rage. Yeah. All that. So this is still continuing the quote. Peter left his bloody clothes in the bathroom, and it appeared that he tried to wash the blood off in the shower, Hill said. I think that ends the quote. It quickly became apparent that the culprit behind the heinous crimes was Peter Zimmer, um, Perry's 14-year-old brother. He had stolen his father's car and was caught in Kansas City, Missouri, while trying to use one of his father's credit cards. It didn't take long to find him and apprehend him, it also didn't take to, um, too much time for um, Peter to become a free man. And this is really wild. Yep. So despite the heinous nature of his crimes, Wisconsin law at the time allowed Peter to be prosecuted as a juvenile. He pled no contest and was found to be delinquent <laughs> really? and not guilty of the murders and served more than one year uh, for each murder. Not in the, oh. I know, not in the state penitentiary, but at Ethan Allen Boys, or I'm sorry, Ethan Allen School for Boys in Delafield, Wisconsin. So he's basically, what's the word they use? Delinquent mm-hmm. and not mur- um, guilty of the murders. That's ridiculous. And sent him to a school for boys. Bananas. Mm-hmm. So he's 14, so it said that he served just about a, a little more than a year for each one. So mm-hmm. basically up to the year he's an adult, 18 or so. So records show that during his time there, Peter did not seek to get um, any psychiatric help. And while he was there, he actually refused rehabilitation. I don't know why I said it. Rehabilitation, which aimed at reducing the risk of future recidivism. Peter's ultimate plan was to get rich. Of course. He declared that he planned to claim his family's estate as the sole surviving heir and after settling with the family, he obtained a new trust fund. Yuck. You know what? I don't like Peter. That's what I, don't I like know. like people in general. <laughs> no, you, you just totally don't <laughs> I'm like people. I'm done with people. Yeah, I'm curious who the family was who had the estate. So, yeah. Because obviously it wasn't Peter. Yeah. Parents were gone. Like the state or something? Yeah, it could be. Okay. But it says settling with the family. So I don't, mm. I don't know. Interesting. Okay, so after this, uh, the law fell in his favor again. In 1987, he walked 
out of Ethan Allen School for Boys as a free man with a clean record, a trust fund, and a new name. I'm done. Jovan Collier. Nah. And he, at that time, flew to St. Petersburg, Florida, and he lived there. About a year later, at the time known as Javon, he moved out of state and married a woman and had a daughter. They divorced, and um, he moved again right after his divorce and married a different woman in Indiana and had a son and then got divorced. <laughs> it's like... He gets married just to have kids. He's like, I have one and done. <laughs> one and done. And it's usually they're divorcing in, within the year, so wow. interesting. Okay, so fast forward. We're in 2005, and Javon moved back to St. Petersburg, mm-hmm. and he's starting over again. How many times does he get? He gets too many. He gets too many, and he's forming new relationships. So he had reu- reunited with his birth mother in Atlanta and also met a young woman named Candy Williams, who also lived in St. Petersburg in his neighborhood. To prevent scaring them off, he lied to them about his past, Mm. saying a drunk driver killed his parents when he was young. Candy and Javon hit it off and moved together in together after about three months. And everything's going well for a few years for Javon. Mm -hmm. However, in 2008, his birth mom, for some reason, must have had some kind of something's off Mm -hmm. intuition Mm -hmm. because she hires a private investigator to look into Javon's past and she discovers that, you know, he had, like, murdered people. Yeah, just, like, minor <laughs> detail. He just, like, murdered his whole family. No big deal. So she cuts off communication with Javon, and it obviously infuriates him. Mm-hmm. And around the same time, Candy discovered that Javon was cheating on her. But she accepted his apologies and let him back into her life. At this time, though, she doesn't know anything about his past. So Okay. So she's still thinking it's fine. He's like, it's, it's just a... You just, had, a, just had an issue. It's fine. So in the summer of 09, Candy discovered that Javon had placed several racy dating ads on the internets. She broke up with him and kicked him out for good. Feeling rejected by yet another person, Javon immediately started to harass Candy. Mm. He sent her hundreds of emails posing as himself and other people, vandalized her home, mm-hmm. and fed up with it all. Candy obtained a domestic violence injunction that summer. He, uh, Javon's charged with misdemeanor, st- misdemeanor stalking and was arrested, but disappeared after posting bail. Mm. Okay, so the harassment ends, and Candy doesn't hear from Javon for a while. So for some reason, she calls her his stepfather to find out <laughs> more about um, Javon, or at least get a pulse on what he's doing. Yeah. Probably to help her feel at ease about what's going on. And the stepfather told her that not only is he okay, but also told him the past. (laughs) He's fine, but... (laughs) You might want to know this. So he then obviously tells her about Javon's past as Peter Zimmer. So Candy tells that information to the local police, fearing for her life. And then things get worse, of course, so that... um, his anger, I'm sorry, his secret was finally out and he was very angry about it. He started sending her odd packages, following and threatening her, and even sent her a dead pig. Gross. Pro- I know. Prosecutors um, charged Javon with felony stalking, which was based on a credible threat and violating that um, domestic violence injunction. Yeah. So of October that year, they're on the search for him for some reason, and in three days they found him, and he was in Georgia 
with a new girlfriend <laughs> and had no idea he was a wanted man. <laughs> I had no idea. Isn't it wild? I'm such a good person. Why would you want those for me? <clears throat> it's so weird to me. In May of 2010, so the following year, he pleads guilty to the aggravated stalking, sentenced to three and a half years in prison. His th- um, sentence is shortened. Oh. He gets a credit for the oh. time he spent in jail prior to his arrest. Oh, how nice. <laughs> At the time this articles or articles were written, they didn't know where he was, but um they thought the address that they had given he had given the jail or whatever was that he was in California. Alright. I'm gonna end with a quote from our investigator that came to the scene when he was you know, this younger. The first time he murdered somebody. The first time. So Bob Hill says, quote, that was the only crime scene I worked at that gave me nightmares. I was young then, and maybe that had something to do with it, but it was especially troubling to me because it was such a brutal crime and because of the child, the younger brother. That really bothered me because it looked like he put up so much of a fight for his life. Sad. So I'm going to just show you some pictures because we're in person now. Hey, now you can see people. So this is Bob Hill when they're on the scene. Okay. And I think these two are the brothers okay. when they're younger. That's the knife. They, that's a big old knife. That's a big old knife that he stabbed them with. Yep. Here you can see most likely the mom being drugged through the oh, house. Yeah. Probably to the shed. Like blood on the side of the wall there. That's yeah, disgusting. Mm-hmm. And then here's Peter, a younger version and an mm-hmm. older. So he, I can sort of see where he would, he's probably charming. Yeah. He has decent looks especially yeah. when he was younger he was really i mean yeah. he looks like a decent you know what's kind of creepy it's like i feel like i've seen him before like in the world yeah okay but oh, i no. don't know Ooh. where have you seen this man have you seen this man <laughs> it's like either like i've like i've seen him or i've seen someone who Very looks nice. like him it's true this is candy the one she's pretty she's really pretty makes terrible suspicions pre you know what? it happens pre-finding out he was a murderer yeah Obviously, they're sort of happy here. Yeah, it's like a nice picture of them. <laughs> a BTW. Mm-hmm. He's a terrible person. He murdered like three people. Yeah. Well. Here we are. Here we are. We've come to the end of this episode. We've made our way through it. We did. We did it. Congratulations. Back in. And this is episode 30. Not oh, a big deal or anything. Exciting. Wow. <laughs> well, it was nice to see you physically, Anna. You as well. And we hope you guys enjoy this. Yes. And we'll be chatting soon. Correct. Okay. I have one. Oh, I Do feel it. like I was going to tell you something. Oh, this is just unrelated. And okay. this is very stupid. Okay. We're just going to end on a super stupid story. I love it. To cleanse our palate. Mm-hmm. So I was making some uh, fettuccine Alfredo last night. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to home like do a homemade Alfredo sauce. Ooh. Something fancy like that. Yeah. So I found this recipe online. It calls for like Italian seasoning. I'm like, okay, where's our Italian seasoning? Can't find it. I see up above is like this tastefully simple mm-hmm. spinach and herb seasoning. I'm like, well, maybe that's close. close. enough. <laughs> so I open it to smell it. And I like go like this. And it goes... Boom! <laughs> my nose. And I was just like, oh god, all I can smell is spinach and herbs. <laughs> and so I like clean my nose out and I'm like, I'm not putting you in there. Like, scoop tap the cap on and just like throw it back up. And that's my story. I like it. Oh, 
And yes. my, my burn is healed. Oh, good. I think I have talked about that in the previous episode yes. that we tried to do. What's it look like? Where I look? Should I show it to you? Yeah. yeah. Be comfortable. Yeah. We're friends now. We're friends, friends now. now. <laughs> Holy now. Yeah, that'll be a scar. Yeah. I'm, yeah, it looks good, though. Yeah. Doesn't look like it's hurting anymore. You guys know how I get that? <laughs> Tell it. Boiling hot spaghetti water on myself. <sighs> That's rough. That was... That was a painful. Which arm is mine? Oh, right. this is a burn I got from a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. I remember that. What's it called? Burn That's what it'll look like. I'll just say we're burn buddies. High <laughs> five. <laughs> that sounds like something else, though, doesn't it? It sounds terrible. <laughs> burn buddies. And that's who we are. All right, everybody. Okay, bye. bye.